This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. Ruben Reyes' passing in January this year was met with an overflow of heartfelt tributes, many of them from former students, who expressed just how much they cherished their time studying under the maestro. One of his earliest conservatory students, guitarist Leone Brija, tells us that the affection was certainly not one-sided, and Reyes enjoyed his students' company as much as they his. In fact, one of the things that he made sure to do was to get his students together, even after graduation, and not just on the stage as part of a guitar ensemble, but also around the dinner table as colleagues and friends. In many ways, Ruben Reyes truly was the glue that held so much of the country's guitar circle together. Leone Brija tells us more as we continue to look back on the life of Maestro Ruben Reyes, a life that shaped, and indeed continues to shape and nourish, not just the classical guitar scene, but the music community at large. I'm not a guitar player now. I'd be an engineer. I passed naman Mapua. I also passed in UP, but I'm in the waiting list. Of course, USTI also auditioned for guitar. Back then, my dad was working abroad and the support came in late. So it's way past due for UP and Mapua. I went for UST and I thank God every day for taking that decision. So how did you get to meet Sir Ruben Reyes? Ah, yes, that's interesting because when I first came into UST. So Ruben was my assigned teacher, but he was still abroad for a performance post in Dubai. And he'd be meeting me at the second semester. So I was kind of tempted to transfer to another teacher then. But again, I decided not to. And I thank God every minute of it. I didn't decide to transfer to another teacher. My first impression was of him was he was really very accommodating, you know. Of course, it's the first meeting, so you're kind of getting the temperament of your student and vice versa. So I thought that's how he is. But it's different for when you're in the classroom, <laughs> inside the studio. And he changes into a different person when he's teaching. I remember a lot of good times and also scary times. Sometimes I'm so terrified not to attend the lesson because I'm not ready. I would ask somebody, hey, dude, can we swap time so I could prepare some more? He's really no nonsense when it comes to teaching. He has no concept of time when he's teaching. An hour-long session would sometimes extend to three hours if you need more instruction, if he's into giving more insights. He's so generous in giving his time. It's not just the hour. His objective when he teaches is he ends the lesson if you show that you actually got what he's trying to teach. That's the time that he would stop. And sometimes some of them would be sermon times and then you would be covering some stuff that you, you should have known Now, when he tackles the piece at hand, he doesn't start just at the piece. He would then ask, what's what's the meaning of the title? Why is it titled this way? And who is the composer? It's not enough for him that you know how to play the piece. You should know how the piece is put together. You should know the context of the piece in terms of his other works. So you really have to have a significant idea as to what your piece is about. That's how Sarabed is. He has his own way of really dissecting the piece for you and personally for you. 
Kaya lang, he doesn't undermine his expectations for everybody. There's this particular standard that he wants to meet. It's either this or a long discussion. <laughs> when you leave the session, you feel like a better person. We would say, nako, dadagdagan na naman yung pagkatao ko. After our session, everybody would say that, nako, I'm a better person, dude, because I just had lessons with Sedumid. After leaving the studio, we would be smiling. Sometimes we would be, ako literally, I, I would one time leave crying, but I cherish that now. Kasi nga, iba eh. The thing with Sarabend is he loves getting together to eat. We would go to stretches like we would go to Gapan, Webaisia, just to visit this particular batchmate during their town fiesta. And then we would go to some of his pals in Laguna just to meet them and dine with them. He really loves to eat. Every year, except during the pandemic, we would meet together, yung batch that is here. Every time birthday niya, we would really converge dun sa bahay niya. If you're a student at Cerroben and it's August time, that's what you're thinking of. We make it a point that if we are here and we're available, we are there. We will be there. He's a pool of resources that because it's so complete, when it's accessible for you, you don't want to let go. <laughs> Kaya even during those times that I'm no longer in USD, I still keep texting him, Sir, I have a problem regarding this. Sir, what do you mean by this piece's title? Well, well, sir, well, yeah. questions like that. And then he would, yeah. Gladly text back and then enlighten me on the subject matter. There was a point in USD's enrollment, huh, in the USD Conservatory's enrollment, that I think a major chunk of it, Puru Guitar students, it's because of him. He was able to keep the students from leaving. Because of that, it would be a reason for some of the students to come in. Major boost siya in the enrollment of the conservatory back then.
That was the Clarion Chamber Ensemble performing Astor Piazzolla's Soledad for a 2006 concert. At the guitar was Ruben Reyes. We continue our conversation with Leo Nebrija. Everything that I do now, teaching and performing, I, I got from him. Even my musical taste, my piece preference, I got from him. Tabula rasa when I entered and then when I exited. It's also Ruben. He's that person I wanted to emulate in everything that I do, teaching and playing. No? There was a time when building up my repertory, no? he would compliment me. Oh, Leo, you're kind of leaning towards interpreting romantic music. Because he would comment me that you, when you play, you're always staying at one tone color. <laughs> but somehow it works. I mean, it's a negative thing, but for me, somehow he sees that it works. <laughs> and he would say, when you play romantic music, it's effective. But it's a different thing when you play modern music. That's not for you. And up until now, that's how I see myself. I dread playing modern music. There's this one thing that he said that really got etched in my mind. Never, never underestimate your audience. There is somebody there who knows. There is somebody there who understands. In USA, every summer, we had this music camp. The conservatory goes to different provinces in the country. It brings with it the performing groups of the conservatory, like the USC Jazz Band, Symphonic Band, the USC Orchestra, and then us, USD Guitar Quartet. At one time, we were in this little rural area in Bukidnon. We performed at this particular school. And true enough, right after that, a man approached us and he complimented the performance. And then he invited us, could you guys come to my place tomorrow? We obliged, locally. And true enough, this guy is really a learned person. He's an architect who migrated in the province because he hated the noise and rustle and bustle of Manila. That moment then, Sarubin said, see, I told you, never underestimate your audience. There's always somebody there who understands. There's always someone there who would know what you're doing and would appreciate what you are doing. If it's just a small audience, his treatment is the same. Research, practice, prepare, and present in the best manner that you can. In terms of his time at USD, no? During that time, USD was, in terms of enrollment for the guitar program, USD was number one for several years. And during his stay there, USD is always bagging the first place and even second place. During his time in USD, talagang the guitar department then is really strong and the guitar presence in the scene is really undeniable. Another contribution of Ben would be the products that he was able to bring out. Professor James Peter Nami, Professor Erskine Basilio in USD, Professor Rafi Ronquillo is teaching in Pamantasan and Lusodong, Manila. Joseph Merandilla teaching in the conservatory in China. Manuel Cabrera in Australia. Gladwin Fantastico in Singapore. Nagbabranch out na yung influence niya in terms of pedagogy. That you can quantify. 
candidly, there was this conversation one time that a professor in USC is getting threatened about the rise to position of some of his students who graduated already. Sullivan made a remark, well, he shouldn't be threatened. In fact, the higher this particular student gets, the higher he goes, the higher he pushes your chair. That's his mindset. There's no competition there. He voiced up in a grieving position before that. Filipinos are enamored by foreign classical guitarists. They would invite these guitar players from America, from whatsoever country, and then they would keep provide performance venues for them. If they can do it, Filipinos are also capable. Filipino musicians should also be provided the same attention, the same opportunity, and the same treatment. If it's a foreigner performing in front of Sir Ruben, he's even more critical. He's going to challenge him even more. <laughs> well, that's what he left with us. As a Filipino musician, what you have in front of you, it's the same literature that they are studying. It's the same set of notes that you're playing, that they are playing. And you have the same instrument with you, probably of less quality, but it has the same number of strings. And then the same human anatomy. dito talaga in terms of the way we would analyze. He voiced it out before. Parang yung dream niya is to really put up an ensemble wherein he would have his current students and his former students being part of it. And the yung realization niyon is the Silangan Guitar Chamber Ensemble. Being part of that, talagang, it's really a pretty good thing for me. I cherish it forever. There's this thing that he always make us realize when we're playing in an ensemble. If you would study music in that setting, and then you would hear the different parts being played separately from yours, you would have that idea of voices clearly. In essence, it's the cooperation of the players that would bring out the music. Sabi niya, if we are in an ensemble setting, you don't have your own count. You rely on your seatmate. You count the way he counts. And that's what he's thinking also. He's counting the way you're counting. In doing so, you land at the same time. I think he would require us to be part of the ensemble to even deepen our understanding of how music is and how it is put together. Secondly, that's the thing about the USD guitar department. We are so united because we've been part of the group of the ensemble. We'll have individual lessons with Sarah Ben and we would have together lessons with Sarah Ben in the ensemble. So we're really bonded really deeper because of that experience with him. He doesn't want quartet lang. So the very first one, we were 13 members in the guitar quartet and we were able to perform in Bohol pa. Playing music in, in a setting that is, you're not alone, you're playing with somebody else. It's a different experience. And then we will be forever grateful for Sarah Ben for making us experience such thing in music. We are forever his students, and he will forever be our maestro.
we hear the second and third movements of Johann Wenzel Kalivoda's Serenade. Earlier, we listened to Astor Piazzolla's Soledad. Both recordings were taken at live performances of the Clarion Chamber Ensemble in 2005 and 2006, respectively. At the guitar, of course, was Ruben Reyes, whose life and works we have been remembering on Maestro Filipino. Today's guest was guitarist Leone Brija, a former student of Ruben Reyes, who, along with last week's guest, Rafael Ronquillo, features in another tribute for Maestro Ruben by the Music Teachers Network Alliance Philippines, coming March 27. For more details on that event, visit facebook.com slash mtna philippines. That's all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 4 in the afternoon, the following Monday, 12 midnight, and lastly the next Thursday at noon. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.